another week, another talking dirty. Oh, oh, oh! This week we got for you the MLB illegal substances are back. Ryan's cousin is going to break it down for us and explain everything because we don't know much about baseball. Over in the uh, NHL, we got a whole playoff breakdown for uh, round two. It's almost over. And then for the NFL, the big news for the week, uh, Julio Jones trade. We'll give you the full breakdown there, some implications and fantasy from that. And then in the NBA, we got the uh, yearly awards, playoffs, and a KD-themed deep three. <laughs> Sounds horrible. <laughs> over in movies, uh, Tom Holland's a cheeky bastard. And then we have a Loki season one, episode one reaction. And then James of the Week, of course. Of course. Yeah. So take it away, Ryan. Um, yeah, I was just curious the other day, and I counted my koozie collection I have. Yeah. 143. You have 143? Yeah. yeah. Guess what one of them is. My favorite one in the whole bunch. The Talking Dirty. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's kind of an easy. That's a layup question. That's the trivia question for the week. But yeah, no. Talking Dirty koozies. They're sweet. They're blue. They have the, our logo on it in orange. It's great. $7 a piece. That's it. DM us on Twitter or Instagram if you're interested in them. And uh, with that being said, <coughs> let's get into it. Yeah. Ryan, how you doing, man? Good. How it's are cracking, you, dude? Bro. Not much, dude. How, what's up? Uh, so, owning a home sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great, but it sucks. Like, yeah, all the work, dude. I fuck, so, the guy that lived at this house before me definitely did not cut the grass, like, for Ever? a while. At least, like, I think since winter broke. Really? Dude, it was, like, two feet high, at least. How do you even deal with it? You said, you I just the- mulched it and then had to recut it again. That's a lot, dude. It sucked. <laughs> you have to literally when raise the wheels all the way. Motor, it was sweet, but like you had to raise it all probably. And all I the forgot way. my music, like you know, like headphones or something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, just cutting the grass, no music, just like this sucks now. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> what's it called? I had to do that on was it Saturday? Yeah, for my girlfriend's uncle's next door neighbor because his lawnmower didn't work. Oh, fuck. So I was like, oh, nice guy, I'll do it. And yeah, I didn't yeah. bring my fucking earphones either. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, and his yard's also a mess, but yours sounds worse. Oh, yeah, dude, it's just, like, kind of, it's like a hill, and there's also, like, you know, just a point three acres, so it's just, like, a field of grass. Damn. Two feet high. The lawnmower kept dying on me, because it was just, like, I'm too full, and I'm like, fuck, dude, we only, like, had to pass down the fucking yard. Yeah, that sucks. It sucked, man. But anyways, it's all done now, so now I'm just going to keep the grass for you level, so we don't have to worry about that shit. You're so, you're so old, dude. I know, man, it's fucking wild. It's wild. Just bitching about the yard work. <laughs> but uh, let's get into it. Leading off to so the miscellaneous thing from the weekend. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, quote-unquote, wins <laughs> against Logan Paul. Since there was no winner. Everybody wins or loses. We don't know. Because there's no judges either. No. <laughs> but, no, he won. If they, after the fight, they showed like the stats. Like Basically, if there him. was judges, here's what the scores would be. And it was... Shit. It was, like, insanely lopsided. Yeah, yeah. Did you see at 1.2 where, it, like, it looked like Floyd knocked him out and it yeah, got him? Yeah, Because they're both definitely pulling punches a little bit. People were fighting for that in, like, I think in betting situations, too. Yeah. Because they're like, that's illegal. 
It's definitely illegal, but realistically, mm. like from Floyd's perspective, him and Logan are probably like, all right, let's just keep making a bunch of money. <laughs> let's not actually try to hurt each other. And he goes, oh, fuck, I hurt this guy. Come on, stand up, Logan, stand up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I even, I even, I don't any, to think about it. Do you give it. any credit to Logan Paul on that? I think, I mean, I can, the, all the credit in the world that I give him mm-hmm. is the fact that he made it to the point where Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather said, yeah, let's do it. Like that's, that's true. Like, that takes that's all the, that's, a, I'll give him all the credit in the world for, like, he's not a, he's not a good boxer. He's a YouTuber. Yeah. And he somehow got the best boxer of all time, arguably, <laughs> to get like, in a room right, with yeah, him for a pay-per-view. Out. That is very <clears> impressive <throat> to me. He, he, is he a good boxer? No. Yeah. I don't give him any credit on the boxing front, but as like a person who's promoting himself to get to a certain level, Logan Paul, that's why a lot of people hate him, the Paul brothers. Yeah. No one understands how this is working. Like for me, I don't really like him, but like I gotta give him all the credit in the world for that. Um surprise for me though, Ocho Cinco wasn't horrible. Did he get knocked out? I think he did. No, I think he lost in, I think he lost the decision, but he got knocked down and almost He got fell. knocked down like in yeah. the first round. Yeah, and it looked bad. But like after that, like he started to like throw some punches and it wasn't like horrible. Yeah, I think he I think he lost by decision. I didn't really watch it because I'm glad I didn't pay for that pay per view. Oh yeah, definitely. But it was one of those things that I kept like checking up on, <laughs> on Twitter just to see what happened. Yeah, know? yeah. But uh hey, you know, at the end of the day though, I'll just take it it wasn't like a fight that was over in the first round for like the headliner. Oh yeah. Because I feel like that's been like the last tickets. Oh, it's awful. Last three it's, usually, it's usually like you wait literally for hours. And yeah, you wait till like 30 a.m. Yeah. It's like 1.30 a.m. The man card finally goes out and it's literally first round KO. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, well, this is a waste of time. <laughs> I, I would have not. I don't, uh, so this is a side note. This is total like me being a Barcel guy still. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was saying this the other day. I love rough and rowdies more than normal boxing anymore. Me too. Because Me too. because of how the rounds are set, it's only three rounds, only thirty a minute each round or three yeah, minutes each round, hilarious. and it's so fast. And these guys aren't professionals, so it's not technical. It's like watch these two people beat the shit out of each other, yeah. And then the next fight will come immediately after. And it's also like, like I like watching the undercards and rough and rowdy. I don't yeah. give a fuck when it's a boxing. Event. It's also funny commentary the whole time. Oh yeah, like, there's no ser- like there's seriousness to it, but it's like. They're fucking around. It's great. You I mean, know, it's, it's just funny banter. Yeah. And I, I, even on, like, a non barstool funny side, I, that's why I like MMA more than boxing right now. Mm-hmm. They're three like three to five rounds, and they're all full pack of excitement. Yeah. Boxing, there'll be a whole round one time where they maybe one good punch, and you have to wait, like, 11 more of these. Yeah. Normally, I mean, this case is eight, but still. As a society, man, like, attention is, like, slow, is very rapidly diminishing for, mm-hmm. like, in every human being. Mm-hmm. Everything that's, like, quick and easy... Is doing great right now. Yeah, because that's why MMA is like skyrocketing. While yeah, professional boxing has to rely on like YouTubers and stuff to save it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we we're just not committed to like multiple hours of like watching something. Yeah, unless it's like with, with these YouTubers, it's excitement the whole time. Like the low, mm-hmm. uh, Jake Paul, Ben Askren, how like Pete Davidson was like doing behind the scenes <laughs> stuff, and Snoop Dogg was smoking a blunt in the thing. <laughs> like that was that yeah, was yeah. like fun, but like I don't like it because it's I don't know I don't know I'm not in the boxing. But anyways, let's take it over to MLB. So, Pirates play of the week. Rookie key Brian Hayes hit a homer <laughs> in the first inning against the Dodgers. But as he was running the bases, he missed first base, and the run did not count. And Jeff Daniels threw the first pitch, which is fitting because he's a lead actor and is a dumb, in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> That's a random tip, tip that I threw in there. Uh, but yeah, okay. key Brian Hayes hit a home run first, first inning of the game. Uh, had a solo home run, and as he's rounding the bases, he did not touch first and finished running the bases. And that's illegal. That's running out of order, and you get that's an automatic out. Um, they didn't catch it at first, and then the dog, someone from the Dodgers, like 
top, up top called down to challenge that. And they what did. an asshole. And it, and it got reversed. What a lame out. Uh, our buddy Joey, he does a lot of sports betting. Yeah. He said uh, he's he's obviously Pirates, like, suck, and but, like, he's Clearly. a Pirates fan. So he was really like, dude, the suckos. But at the same time, I bet no runs in the first inning, and because of that, he won the bet. <laughs> <laughs> so that sucks as a Pirates fan, but it's kind of sweet if you, like, put money on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, dumb and dumber. And then July 30th, this is trade deadline. Rumors have teams interested in Pirates second baseman Adam Frazier, uh, Diamondbacks outfielder David Peralta, Rangers outfielder Joey Gallo. Yeah, so the deadline's coming up. Um, Adam Frazier's definitely been like playing the most solid for us this year. So get rid of him. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, as you can see, I mean, this Pirates are sellers every year, but Diamondbacks and the Rangers are also down there, so... Yeah, it just keep your eyes, keep your ears peeled and your eyes peeled for trade rumors popping up soon because we only have like another month yeah. before the deadline. So you're going to see a lot more, probably more Pirates and part of packages too. Dude, I could just see like a training camp for the Pirates. Like Adam's doing well, looking good. Mm-hmm. And the coach is like, Adam, come here. It's like, hey, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you want trade? <laughs> like, what are you doing here? It's like, dude, coach, I'm trying to win. It's like, hey, guys, get a load of this guy. <laughs> this guy's trying to win. <laughs> What a loser. <laughs> what a dork. <laughs> Try hard. And then, uh, but anyways, so the league is popping <laughs> off with illegal substances. Oh, my God. So, so Ryan, you, you, your 14-year-old cousin, Marco, has a huge update for us. Yeah, so it's kind of funny because – so Marco, ever since he was like a little kid, he's been like a walking sports encyclopedia. Ex- ex- so mm-hmm. I can't speak right now. No, you're good. He knows – he went to a pirate game recently with my uncle and his uncle's – my uncle's friend who literally runs the camera crew for Root Sports, so like AT&D Sports for the Pirates. Yeah. And there was people on the team that he had no idea who they were. And my cousin who's 14 was like, oh, that's so-and-so. He went to this school. He got, <laughs> if you got him from this trade. like that's crazy. And this guy was like dumbfounded. But, so he's like a genius when it comes to sports. And um, he always wanted to be on, but like obviously it's tough to bring a fourteen year old here. So yeah, in this environment we're in, in filth. So right. instead, he, I'm just kidding. It's sorry, a comfy home. So <laughs> so instead, he sent me a long ass text paragraph about everything we need to know about this cheating allegation going on by the pitchers right now. Yeah, um, I heard about it, but I didn't know the whole story. So I basically asked him to fill me in, and I was read his quote, his tweet, uh, his text. Sorry, exact words. Um, the cheating allegations in baseball is starting to heat up with the pitchers getting called out for using foreign substances such as pine tar. I'm out of here. It's also there's also a substance called spider tack that's essentially pine tar, but it's like a new like product they're using. Okay. Okay. Um, and they've been putting on their gloves and their hats. <coughs> About two weeks ago, St. Louis Cardinals pitcher Giovanni, I don't I'm a bitch of Galagos, was caught with the pine tar in his hat. Um, Joe West, one of the most famous like umpires in MLB, he's like one of the head umpires, he's been there forever. Okay. Um uh, so he was on at the time, and McGallis changed his hat. Um, the St. Louis manager, Mike Stilt, um, was very furious and shared his thoughts after the game. Quote, get every single person in the league. Why don't you start with the guys that are cheating with some stuff that's really impacting the game? Um, Los Angeles Do- Dodgers ace Trevor Bauer, of course, he's a part of this, took his thoughts to Twitter saying, baseball never address the problem unless it has to, though, because I would guess in 70% of the pitchers in this league do some sort of illegal substance on the ball. It's just the same. Some organizations really know how to weaponize that, and some don't. So the Astros are super advanced uh, analytic, analytically, and they know how to weaponize it. Um, not only did one of the best pitchers in Major League speak up in 2017, MVP Josh Dolenson also did. He said, it, this is a post-game press conference. 
quote, what these guys are doing now is performance enhancing. He also threatened to release a list of pitchers cheating. <laughs> One of the best players in the game, Mike Trout, also came out and said that it would be great if the MLB, MLB did something about it. The MLB came out and said this week that umpires are now allowed to check the pitcher's glove or glove hat or any other pine tar foreign substance that could be on him at all. Like I think it's like the rules actually 10 times per game. Every pitching change they can, change, they can check or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Another thing that he sent us, and this came out, I think, a little bit after, Garrett Cool, uh, who also pitched for the Astros and also pitched, uh, 70% of the league apparently is doing this, they asked him in a press conference if he does use uh, these foreign substances or any spider attack in particular, and instead of saying no or saying yes, everyone is, like, you can do either way and be fine. He went, um, uh, um, uh, uh, I can't really talk about that. <laughs> it's like, what? He's totally incriminated himself in this press conference. Yes or no, Garrett? It's on. literally, you can, if you say, yes, I do, and like take that route, you can just literally say everyone is. And so, and it's not illegal right now, or it, it's always been illegal. People get in trouble for it all the time throughout history. Um, but just also for those listening who don't understand why pine tar for pitchers is a big deal, it essentially gives them an advantage because they get to grip the ball better. And better grip on the ball makes like the pitches more crazy. Essentially, they yeah. have a harder curve if they have a better control of the ball. Uh, basically, because more control gives them the advantage. Um, theory time. Mm-hmm. What if everybody in the league is using this shit except the Pirates? And so, like, whenever we have a player that goes to like these crazy teams, they're like, uh, "Oh, hey, man. Oh, Garrett, here. There's uh, Spider Attack and." Uh, Pine tar. Pine tar in the bucket <laughs> over there. Just use that when you're pitching. We're good to go. <laughs> and the Pirates like are like, you know, good people. And they're just uh, like, we refuse oh, no, to cheat. We refuse to cheat, yeah. And that's why, like, and then this a gets glass on its head. And, and then uh, everybody's Musgrove. on the Pirates level again. Yeah, it was like Musgrove and uh, what's his name? Last now and all those people were after they left yeah. they became like Cy Young like yeah like, fools yeah. yeah yeah it's just like that's why yeah that, I mean that's t- totally possible I can see the Pirates just being like or maybe the Pirates are either so like uh, worried about the fines and stuff coming out because they're so cheap they just don't do it for that reason mm-hmm. but yeah it's crazy right now um, that also could probably be why there's so many no hitters this season honestly yeah it would uh, be illogical. Yeah, because there was another one that almost happened a couple of days ago. I forget who it was, but someone got. I think uh, Blake Snell. He's uh, was on the Rays last year. Now he's on um, the Padres. Okay. He pitched a no hitter through like seven or eight. <laughs> like so, that there's almost another one just just happened like last week. Good God! Yeah. So thanks, to my cousin Marco, for filling us in on that. Um, yeah, he's dude. He's so he's a genius when it comes, especially baseball. I know nothing about baseball. That's nuts, man. Like, even my knowledge of football doesn't get that intense. I know. But anything else from MLB last minute? No. All right, let's take it over to NHL. So, there's a rumor about a curse going around after the lottery. Yeah, so Taylor Hall plays for the Bruins now. He started the season with the Sabres. He got traded to the Bruins at the deadline. Um, He's been in the league since 2010, and since he's been in the league... Five out of the eleven lottery drafts since he's been in the league were the team he started with that season was. <laughs> so funny. it was Oilers three <laughs> times, the Devils no, it's like the Oilers two times, Devils twice, or vice versa, three and one. Yeah, and then they just got again with Saber. So that's just nuts. Like basically, if you have this guy on your roster to start the season, you're just guaranteed to get the number one lottery pick. Not guaranteed, but you have a 50-50 shot essentially. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. That's kind of nuts. 
Um, and then Buffalo is receiving a lot of calls for Jack Eichel. Yeah, so we mentioned how he was uh, kind of not happy with, with the Sabres organization, which how could you be? Mm-hmm. Really, like there's yeah. been nothing but disappointment since he came into the league. Um, and yeah, so since he like made comments about that recently, now teams are kind of like, oh, so maybe we can try to get him on the skinny out of there. So Jack Eichel moving this off season this summer actually seems more like reasonable now than it was even before. For sure. <clears throat> and then uh, Pens of Guinea Malkin is going to miss minicamp due to a knee surgery. Should we trade him? That's the question. Yeah, so GM Ron Haxel said he wants to keep this group together. However, a lot of rumors, like not rumors, but like speculations that the Pens might try to move Evgeny Malkin in the offseason keeps getting more and more because he's kind of not been 100% the last couple of years. He's getting up there in age. Yeah, um, We could afford to maybe get rid of him and bring in some like younger guys. Um, I personally love Evgeny Malkin, so I don't want him traded. However, I think in like a heartless like GM standpoint, it might be a better move to get rid of him now. Save some money on the salary cap, get some younger guys in here, especially defensemen, which yeah. we might need, or a big body like forward. I mean, if we can get a good price for him, and I, I think we will. That's what it boils down. I to. think I think he won't. You won't get like what he we could have got maybe for him a couple years ago. Yeah, but you definitely. It's we'll definitely get a decent return for him. If we can get first round, that'd be nice. Mm. I'm also willing to do with Crystal Tang. <clears throat> I think one of the three have to go. Not also not Crosby. So either Malkin or Latang. And basically use him to get a shit ton return back. I think he could probably get a lot from Latang, but he probably wouldn't do anything on any other team. No, probably not. Because I just think the Penn system is perfect for his defensive skills. Absolutely. Um, I know last week we mentioned it that Seth Jones and uh, Columbus might be on the move this summer. Yeah. And my girlfriend's dad was me and we were talking about it. It's like, well, if we go out and get him and maybe use Latang or Malgan and one another young guy, yeah, like, try to hit picks and just get him in return. Like, I was throwing out there, he's at Gensel. I don't think we're going to get rid of Gensel, but, like, if, say we get rid of, like, send him, like, Malkin and Rust or something like that. Yeah, or, like, Seth bad. Jones and maybe a pick or another guy on the Blue Jackets that might be worth our while. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be hate that. I mean, so I would hate bad. it because, like I said, I like Latang, I like Malkin. They're pens for life, even though they're probably not going to be. But they'll always be a pen in everyone's eyes. But I think they'll probably get rid of Latang easily before Malkin. Mm-hmm. But... I think they're going to try to keep Malkin until the end if he's willing to, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the finalists for the Calder Trophy, which is Rookie of the Year, are Wilds forward Kirill Kaprizov, Hurricanes goalie Alex Nedeljkovic. Yeah, I'm going to say that. Nedeljkovic. And the Stars forward Jason Robertson. That's an easy one. Yeah, that was a gimme. On the Hurricanes goalie, Alex, what's his last name? Nedeljkovic. No, yeah. no. That guy, he's been killing Nito Djokovic. Um, the Hurricane just got eliminated, but they've he's probably been killing Nadell. What? Probably Nadell Djokovic. Yeah, probably. I don't know how to say it. I, there's some of these names I never learned how to say. I don't know. Russian uh, But he's, he did really good this year, so I can see him <laughs> winning it probably. Russian just loves to throw like J's and K's and V's mm-hmm. and shit in there. It's like, I'm lost. And Kaprizov, <laughs> I think he Kaprizov. did. Kaprizov, I think his name is. Okay, well. <laughs> he 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 also did very good this year too. I don't really know anything about jo- Justin uh, Jason Robertson really, but I know that goalie from the Hurricanes killed this year, so he'll probably win. Then the uh, Masterson Trophy finalist, which is basically like your Man of the Year award without like the charity aspect of it, really. You know, mm-hmm. NFL is what they do for the community. It's like Man of the Year and Comeback Player of the Year. Said, the, the, I have each person. I have their reason why they got yeah. nominated, so you'll see in a second. So Wild defensive mid Matt Dumba. 
who co-founded the Hockey Diversity Alliance. Yeah, so he's an African-American, or maybe not American, but he's uh, a black, basically, a hockey player. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah. on this offseason, basically worked on, like, getting more diversity in the game and, like, doing all that kind of shit with it. Then Sharks forward Patrick Marlowe, who had most games ever played. Yeah, he just broke Gordie Howe's record this year. We also talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why he got nominated. Then Oscar Lindblom. Who played 50 out of 56 games after coming back from cancer. Which is, yeah, he plays for the Flyers, but that's just a crazy story. I feel like it's going to Matt Dumba and then maybe Oscar Lindblom. Yeah, I don't I, think. I don't think Patrick Marlowe has got I don't it. think Marlowe has it. I mean, it's crazy how he's played that many games. Yeah. But you got to give it to, like, the racial, like, movement and or, like, a cancer survivor, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the playoffs. So we're. Almost at the end of round two here. So we have two series are completed. Two are still going on. Right now, on right now, is the Islanders versus the Bruns. And the Islanders are up one nothing at the end of the first period. Fuck the Bruns. Fuck the Bruns. And then um, <laughs> the other game is the Las Vegas Golden Knights versus the Avalanche. Knights are up 3-2 right now. Avalanche won the first two. And then the Knights won the last three straight. Uh, game six is tomorrow. Yeah, now I'm just, I, don't know if you, I think you mentioned, but they're up three two. So if they win tonight, yeah, if they win they tonight, it's over. So, uh, bah, bah, bah. and that's been going back and forth. There's been a couple of overtime games in this. Series. Oh, absolutely! So I think it's been a this, good series. This series, I think there's been two or three, mm. and then in the Avalanche Knights, that was the second one. Yeah, the Avalanche won the first overtime, and then the Vegas won last night's overtime. Then the Canadians swept the Jets. They haven't trailed in a game for the past 437 minutes straight. That's wild. That's yeah. a wild stat. They're just playing so hot right now. They're not even a good team. They're just, it's just like mm, sometimes yeah. how playoff hockey goes, whatever hot team is going. Uh, but at the same time, they're still waiting on Avalanche and Knights to finish up. So that's bad. that could we're ruin their momentum. Like yeah, mm-hmm. when you're like on a run like that, you need to because the first series went seven games. And they won seven game seven, then immediately came the next like series right away and swept yeah. them. So like the momentum kind of we don't know yet, but like the momentum may have like died down a little bit. It sucks for them. And then the Lightning beat the Hurricanes in Game Five to advance to the third round. Yeah, Lightning are probably going to—they're going to play the winner of this series, Islanders Bruins. Regardless who wins this series, I think the Lightning are easily going to beat whoever. Yeah, I think so too. I'm rooting for the whoever wins the Golden Knights Avalanche series. I'm rooting for the Cup. Same. I don't think the Canadians are going to beat them. If the Canadians do make the Cup, I'll cheer for them over whoever. I think the Canadians have a real shot to beat whoever advances. If if they end up being either Knights or Avalanche, that means the momentum did not die. Yeah, and that means they're a super away. hot team. You gotta look out for them. Yeah. Um, I also saw recently, I think today or yesterday, the Canadian government granted Montreal like, uh, permission to go back and forth for games. Really? Yeah. Either back and forth, or like they'll let the Canadians go play in the U.S. and come back. Okay. Because like, the borders being all weird still, <laughs> like the Canadian government already said, all right, well that's fine. Don't worry. About what about it. players coming too? I mean. Like so, say it's Tampa Bay. And oh Montreal. yeah, so that's I mean. I can't. I forget. I'll. I can look it up real quick. But I'm pretty sure. I, I actually forget. Hold on, let me look. All right, all right. I mean, I'm rooting for Flurry, but at the end of the day, I feel like it's going to be Montreal, Tampa Bay, and the Stanley Cup. Just the way the momentum's going for both those teams. Mm-hmm. It's hard. To, it's hard to surpass that. But if Flurry can get on a tear. You might not be able to be stopped, man. I 100% agree. It's basically you got to get who's hot. Mm. I can't find, find it right now. Yeah, whatever. But, uh, all right. Well, that was all we had for NHL. Anything else? No, sir. All right. Let's take it over to NFL. 
So first up, the big thing from the week is the Titans won the Julio Jones sweepstakes. Wild. Yeah. So you're going to have A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, and I can't remember what tight end they got to replace Johnny Smith, but that's just a crazy offense right yeah, there. Yeah, all righty. Tannehill is a good enough quarterback to like. Oh, yeah, work. toss it up in the air. So in the trade, the Falcons get a second round pick, it, second round picks in 2022 and 2023 fourth round picks. The Titans got Julio Jones and a future sixth round pick in 2023. That's so. I, I said right before I got here, I, saw, I read a comment from DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. and he made a good point. It's insane how there's no first rounders involved because like he's probably better than any first rounder you're gonna get right now. Yeah, yeah. The first rounder you get will maybe like. Be better because it's more long term than Julio at this time, at this point in his career. But however, he's already he's gonna be better. <laughs> I feel like uh, they were trying to be good by Julio, by Julio, yeah, and give him the team he wanted because I feel like they easily could have shopped him around other places and gotten. That's uh, more he did want to go and get a first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Julio Jones already kind of announced he's gonna be wearing the number two jersey. So I think AJ well, AJ he? Brown he was number eleven. Okay, makes AJ sense. Brown had number eleven, and AJ Brown offered to give it up to him, but Julio Jones said he'll take number two instead. That's fine. Yeah, that's cool. So good guy, Julio Jones. They already have some chemistry going, I guess. Mm-hmm. Fantasy watch, I'd say Calvin Ridley is like top receiver, mm-hmm. possibly in the league this year. Mm-hmm. Could be at least up there, definitely. Also, Kyle Pitts is going to shoot up now because of this trade and Tannehill. Look out for him. Tannehill will be a great quarterback to get late. If you can get him late, yeah. Then uh, I don't think A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry will, like, diminish much in value. I I think A.J. Brown will. I think Derrick Henry won't. Yeah, I can hear that. Because even still, if you have a great passing game, all it does is be the free running Mm -hmm. and or you have to establish run early the free of the passing game. So I think those – I, maybe like the catches like for PPR leagues will go down mm-hmm. so at some points, but I think Garrett Kenner will still get a hefty amount of like the ball for like the runs. Um, I don't know about any other players decreasing value from that though. Maybe like if you're going for a defense in the AFC South, which I don't know why you would. Except for maybe the Colts. Yeah, the Colts. But they'll have to play them twice a year, so that'll kind of suck. That would suck. Just those two games kind of suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on though, so Mason Rudolph apparently wants to stay in Pittsburgh. Nah. I said, fuck him. Yeah, I don't know. Get him out of here. We don't need him. We got it seems Dwayne. Like, I was say, it seems like Ben likes Dwayne and wants Dwayne to be the second. That's what it sounds like, up, man. It sounds train. like he's like advocating hard for it. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Najee Harris was told to leave practice earlier this week because he stayed extra hours one day. That's sick. So, it might seem like bad coaching, uh, but I think there are probably rules with the NFL labor laws mm-hmm. where, like, you can't practice for so many hours. Yeah, but it's still... And since it was at the team facility, I imagine that being why that took place because they can just be like, oh, what the fuck? Like, he was there for 18 hours. Like, yeah, you can't do that. What the fuck's that. wrong with you guys? Yeah, you can't do that. But I I think... I read this headline as, like, I just say that Najee Harris is... Yeah, like, he's putting in work. Putting mad work in. Mm-hmm. And he's a... He's really uh, getting to know the Yinzers. He was at the Pens game the one time, then he just pitched out the first pitch of the Pirate game this past weekend. Nice, nice. Uh, also, the NFL and NFLPA will provide funding for research into pain treatment, including medical marijuana. Oh. Yeah, so look out for the NFL. They're going to be a pro-weed. I mean, it could happen. And I mean, especially with making more games in the league, this would be a good way to put a Band-Aid over the... The players getting pissed about <laughs> the it. The players getting pissed about it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, then Aaron Rodgers did not report for the Packers' mandatory minicamp this year. 
So I don't know, man. Do you think he holds out? Do you think he just? Yeah, I mean, I think it's after if you miss the first three mandatories, then you get fined. And I yeah, think he's right there. If he didn't already get it, dude, it's looking like he might hold out, man. I mean, that's I would. I mean, I but it's gonna it's get also, crazy in Green Bay, man. So this sucks that like Aaron Rodgers wants out, but it's also good that he's not showing up right now because that gives Jordan Love more time with like the first string, True. which apparently I heard is like he's doing pretty good with like the first string. Obviously, it's practice, mini yeah. but like I, I think like he's like on the same page already with like Devontae Adams and shit. That's good, but I don't see Devontae Adams staying after the season. Which I think he already said he also like has Rodgers back with this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. but it's good that he seems like he's like. <laughs> getting to know the replacement already anticipation I still say he's gone within like the year oh I, I think he would probably want gone but he also won't be like the type to like especially if the Packers keep losing and yeah. losing and he's used to just winning and winning yeah I, I don't know I was saying Jordan Love go off uh, the Ravens signed uh, running back Gus Edwards to a two year ten million dollar extension through to 2023 played a lot I feel like there's a lot of money for Gus Edwards mm-hmm now, he's but, solid, but he's, yeah. not the, he's not the number one. And it's like you have Dobbins J.K. Is. Dobbins. Yeah. yeah, he's number so like, one. Why are you spending that much money on a backup? That's kind but of hey, crazy. that's fine by me. They can spend as much money as they want. Absolutely. Purposes. Former Chiefs cornerback uh, Brashad Breeland signs a one-year, $4 million deal with the Vikings. So the Vikings just adding more depth to their secondary. They just got Patrick Peterson earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Now they're adding Brashad Breeland. Which that's what you got to do for the Vikings because you know you have what you got in Kirk Cousins in the <laughs> yeah, offense. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is going to bring out the defense every other play. Yeah, might as well make sure it's a good defense. Absolutely, and it's crazy because uh, Kirk Cousins has so many good weapons around him, and he's just like not doing it. <laughs> the Vikings, they're I, they're sleepers. They might be a lock for the division yeah, if Rodgers is gone. Leaves, yeah, if Rodgers is gone. Fields doesn't pan out immediately. Yeah. Could be the Vikings' year for their. They'll make I mean, the Justin Jefferson's only going to go up from last year, and he killed it. I don't think they're going to like go deep in the playoffs, but like I think they could easily if their be defense is good winning enough. division, getting like a three seed on some bullshit. Yeah, if their defense is good enough, then that's all that really matters for a good team. You know. Mm-hmm. Then quarterback Cam Newton suffered a bone bruise in his throwing hand during Patriots OTAs this past week. Ooh. So more excuses incoming. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Yeah, just get ready for the Patriots fans coming out. Like, oh, no, he hurt his hand. Like, it's can't come back from that easily. Like, <laughs> what do you that's why he's playing like shit. What do you want him to do? He bruises his bone in his hand in June. What do you mean he's not winning <laughs> games in November? <laughs> Ex-Colts defensive back Malik Hooker is visiting with the Steelers. Pittsburgh native. Really? I didn't know that part. Yeah, he went to, I think he went to Quippa. Okay. I'm, I'm more for it now, too. Yeah, he's, I, I mean... That'd be sweet if we get him. Mm-hmm. If we get him, uh, he's a safety, so him and Minka back there, and we can maybe move uh, Edmonds. Because he's playing safety, but he was, when we drafted him, he's built like a linebacker, outside linebacker. Yeah, so, so we, we can add depth out. there and just build, like bulk him back up again. So he, yeah, he doesn't really lose play. his spot. He just moves his spot around. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. It's a good way to work your defense. I like mm-hmm. it. Uh, and then longtime Steeler for broadcaster, Tunch Ilkin. Is it Elkin or what? I, I think it's Tunch Elkin is retiring uh, to fight ALS. I so. honestly don't know really who that is. I don't really listen to games. I just watch them. I don't know if he's the guy, the, the voice that I always hear. No, I that, that's the that guy's name. He's got abducted as a Hall of Fame for broadcasting. Okay. It's not that, that guy. I guess this guy's like... Right he might be guy. the guy that was before him. Though. Yeah. I, that, that's, I mean, regardless, that sucks. Yeah. ALS is a shitty-ass disease to have. 
But uh, that was all I have for NFL. Anything last minute you want to toss in? No, sir. All right, let's take it over to NBA. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right, NBA. The playoffs are in full full throttle. We made it through the first full round. Throttle. We're in the second. Back it up, there. Um, we are currently in the second round of the playoffs, which we will get to in some playoff talk a little bit later. Uh, but first, let's go through the NBA weekly headlines. Yeah. The first, remember that chick who blew all the uh, Suns players? Yeah. Uh, PFT DM'd her. They got back <laughs> and forth in DMs. Like, she's been DMing all the time. And he basically asked her who was first in, in order for the Suns. And she said this video. It's like, I'm not going to tell you this whole video. that I She's like, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to do that. But it's like, but, but it was Devin. <laughs> what? So she said Devin Booker was first. <laughs> was this pre-Kendall? Did we have confirmation. I, I have no idea. What the, I forget. Oh, no, he's what in hot water, man. Yeah, I mean, oh, it could be a joke, but oh, at the same rough. time, I I choose not to take that as a joke. And I'm saying Devin Booker was first. Everyone's been always asking. Everyone I mean, assumed, he's definitely first. Everyone he's assumed it was going to be team. Devin, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone was saying that. Uh, whenever we said who was first and what's the order, who's last, <laughs> but he did. But she did say that it was Devin. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's crazy. That's funny. I, I, the next question I want Pifty to ask is who was last? <laughs> I don't know who was the last guy. Frank Kaminsky? Was Frank Kaminsky get the short end of the stick? Did <laughs> maybe. You never know. That would be so funny. That's so hilarious. Uh, yeah, that was one part of my take, and I was dying. I immediately, I, I think I was just. It was at the gym. I stopped everything I did and put that the first note of the week. It was PFT got the answer finally? Um, all right, some less less uh, less orgy news. Um, it, we mentioned it a couple years ago. Not we didn't mention it. It was mentioned a few years ago. Whenever the Lakers got AD, how LeBron wanted to give AD the twenty three number, mm-hmm. um, but Nike and the Lakers shut it down because of uh, jerseys productions. It'll ruin everything. Yeah. Well, it, LeBron finally announced that next year, starting next year, he's going to number six. Yeah. So LeBron will be number twenty six number six for the Lakers moving forward. Um I did see the A D is not gonna take twenty three. He's gonna stick to three. Alright. We'll see if that helps. Hopefully. <laughs> Miami number. Maybe Chelsea, I saw, I told Chelsea when I was putting the notes I was with her earlier. And she said, Do you like that or do you not really like that? I'm like, Well, he wore number six when he's on my favorite team. So I'm like that a lot. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Um this one you Informed me right before we started. I didn't get to see this in the net news uh, section of my app. The Celtics and Kemba Walker have decided to quote quote unquote break up this offseason. Apparently, the relationship got strained when the team tried trading him in 2020. So apparently, oh. they, they, they had one offer they threw out there with Kemba involved, and Kemba heard about, it and he said, "Fuck that." <laughs> so now he's like kind now of he's all mad. Yeah, it's like fun trade me, whatever. Fine, I don't I'll leave. Be yeah, exactly. I'll leave on my own terms. Yeah, so the Kemba Walker most likely on the move. What do you think this means for the Celtics? I mean, I don't think it cripples them, but they have to get something good in return. Yeah, they have to get something good and they need a, a starting point guard. Yeah, they need to improve now at the point guard position and the unless they uh, see Jalen Brown, they're on it. But yeah, yeah, so they need a new head coach, they need a new point guard, and they need a center. <laughs> oh, no, so that's a, that's three oh. big things to try oh, to get no. this all season. Big, big things for Brad Stevens to do on day one. Oh yeah, dude! Imagine here, here's the here's the job now: trade a star point guard and try to rebuild this team. Uh, yeah, that's and find a new coach. <laughs> that's wild. Uh, but there is has been a lot of coaching moves this last week. 
Um, Magic and head coach Steve Clifford decided to part ways. Makes sense. Yeah. Kind of sucks because they weren't doing too bad. They started off insane. Everyone kind of yeah. forgets about that. They started off like 15-1 or something. Mm-hmm. Then they just like didn't win another game. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, no surprise there. A struggling team. They need a new spark plug, I guess. Um, the Pacers fired Nate Jorkgreen. But Jorkgreen, I don't know if I say B-J-O-R-K-G-R-E-N. No idea. I'll spell Bajorkgreen, because that's funny. Bajorkgreen. That's definitely not how it, how it said. Anyway, just after one season, the Pacers fire. Um, so that's kind of wild. One season in, they didn't really had they traded Victor Oladipo for Karis LeVert, essentially, who didn't really play. Miles Turner got hurt, and they still made the playing games. You, and after one year, I, I'll give this guy another chance. And Sabonis was hurt all year. Not all year, but a big chunk Towards of the end of it. Yeah. And, like, and I don't still know, Still snuck into the plane. And, like, you lost your best player because he demanded a trade. And then you got a good player in return, but for, for circumstances that you couldn't control, he was out for, like, at least, like, what, 25 to 40 games? Yeah. Like, However, I think I know a reason why. Mm-hmm. And it's because, also, right afterwards, the Blazers fire head coach Terry Stotts. Uh, so after they're Terry. So, yeah, right now... The Terry. two teams trying to get Terry is uh, the Magic and the Pacers. <laughs> uh, so we'll, so I can see maybe the Pacers like letting them leave because they want Terry Stotts and they think they're gonna, they can sign Terry Stotts. Maybe they coach. just swap coaches. Maybe I mean we'll back, we'll get into that too or the Blazers coaching. Um, but yeah, if Terry Stotts. If, if you get Terry Stotts and it's worth uh, firing this guy after one year, mm-hmm. I think personally. Uh, but with that being said, since now the Blazers head coaching job is vacant. Two names have been keep popping up for the uh, Blazers head coaching job. One, Jason Kidd. Yeah. And two, Chauncey Billups, which I think would be very interesting. Yeah, Jason Kidd, not so much. But I think he we already... Know, we're we're networking from Jason Kidd. Yeah, and I feel like... Didn't Jason Kidd already said he's not interested in the Blazers coaching job? I mean, Yeah, I think he, I think that's all that, too. Dame, yeah. Dame was pushing for Jason Kidd. Yeah, Dame was pushing for him, so they were asking Jason Kidd, and he was like, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, he's what, the Lakers assistant right now? So Dame like, yeah. want, really wanted to play for Jason Kidd. Does he go to the Lakers now? <laughs> Maybe. Let's put a pin in that. <laughs> Those discussions were later in the later in the segment. Okay, okay. Um, but Chauncey Billups, going back to coaching, Chauncey Billups, I like <clears throat> more than Jason Kidd because you don't know we're getting from Chauncey Billups yet. Yeah, and he has basically a new start. And I think if he's ready to start coaching, he is like preparing for it. You know, mm-hmm. his name's popping up. I w- I went if you had a better opportunity though for someone more established, I would probably go for that. Yeah, because I don't know if you, like you kind of got Dame for now. I mean, we'll, we'll get that later, probably. Mm-hmm. But you also have McCollum. You have, you have a good foundation. Yeah, you think that more if guys. you don't want to bring like a bunch of like new coaches in, like that are brand new off the block, mm-hmm. and have them fuck it up for more years, and then ruin the window. When it's ruin the window when you have it. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. That'll be a little rough. Um, all right, two season awards got announced this past week. They're still waiting on two yeah, more. We're still waiting on two more defensive player of the year. And rookie of the year, mm-hmm. um, but coach of the year, yeah, Tom Thibodeau. Let's go. I'm with the Denzel Dimidome. Love it. Love he it. is the second time winning the award. First time was in obviously Chicago, um, but yeah, you you've been pulling for it. You've been calling it the whole time, dude. He deserved it, man. He took it. He took a bunch of scrubs to the fourth seed. Yeah, it's wild, and then immediately got bounced. Yeah, but you know, fuck Trey Young. Yeah, which a lot of people are saying too with Tom Thibodeau. The reason they did awful in the playoffs is because the reason he does so good in regular season is because he just plays the players like Julius Randle like 38 minutes a game. 
And then they're just talking. Then there's like by playoff time, they're exhausted. But that looks good for a regular season hey, war like this. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know. Yeah, but congrats. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take it. Congrats. Give a little wave to the people. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. That's a very lackluster wave. All right, man. Um, and then the other season award announced was uh, Joker won MVP. Let's go. He is officially the lowest draft MVP ever. He nice. was the 41st pick. And I, I I saw clips recently like going on Twitter when he won saying how he's a 41st pick. When he got picked, it didn't even have him on screen. It was a Taco Bell commercial when the news broke he got drafted. Really? It was a Taco Bell commercial with a little ticker underneath and his 41st pick, Nikolai Jokic. Damn. Yeah, so that's how like low he was. <laughs> that's insane. That is pretty nuts. Um, but I'd have the results for the rest of the voting here. Yeah. Which, by the way, it's a side note. Kia's new logo is stupid. What is it? Let me see. Oh my god, that's horrible. I've noticed on the car commercial, like on the car, and it looks so dumb. But, all right, MVP obviously Joker won, so he had the ninety first, ninety one first place votes, and the overall he had nine nine hundred and seventy one points because like each vote counts a certain one because you vote first second third yeah fourth place fifth place and each one have their number value that's how he determined it um Embiid came in second he had the most by far second place votes but he's still like 400 points behind Joker mm-hmm. um then I'm not gonna go through all the points but this is in order of how like the seating went afterwards Joker won Joe Embiid two Steph Curry three Giannis got the fourth place vote Chris Paul fifth uh, Lucas six, Dame seven, Julius Randall eighth, the Derrick Rose yeah got ninth because uh, fan votes yeah and fan votes held like a lot of power so like he got he cracked the top ten because of it that's awesome um then rounding off Rudy Gobert, Russ, Ben Simmons, James Harden, LeBron James, and Kawhi Leonard okay fair enough mm-hmm. but get for our boy Joker you gonna get his jersey I feel like I have to now are you pulling from them in the playoffs right now. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm rooting for anybody but the Nets. Yeah, which is... Anybody but the Nets. Yeah. But yeah, it's looking bad. All right. That. Yeah, we'll get in the playoffs here in a second. Let's do the deep three first. Um, this deep three this week is presented by Kevin Durant's burner account. Um, he is the subject of all three deep threes. So do you want Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, or Kevin Durant first? Uh, I'll take Kevin Durant for 400. Okay, uh, so... Rumor has it that KD went on a date with ex-porn star Lana Rhodes in New York and basically brought his fuck buddy as a, quote, backup date. That's hilarious. So, essentially, he, he didn't know if Lana Rhodes wanted to fuck or not. Yeah. So, just in case she didn't, he said, hey, this chick, she's going to be joining us on this date just in case if you want to come back, I'm going to get back with her. That's hilarious. Yeah. Good for, good for him. That's so funny. It was She didn't say him by name, but they... they he no, they did examinations in Oh, yeah. So, that, first of all, there's two incidents with Katie and Lana Rhodes. First yeah. one, she's on Dave Portnoy's podcast when they're in Miami mm-hmm. and said, I, I went on a date with an NBA player last night. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't say what team, but that's also the same weekend as the Nets were in Miami. Yeah. And then uh, she's on a different podcast and said that she went on a date in New York with one of the New York teams, players on one of the New York teams. And then she said he was a Virgo. And Kevin Durant is the only birthday the on birthdays. the Nets, yeah. on the Nets with a Virgo. And the only reason you know it's the Nets, not Knicks, is because she also said something similar when the when Nets were in Miami. <laughs> so the Nets, not the Knicks, and you look at the Nets roster, the only Virgo is KD. That's so she I basically love the said it. just coming together and being like, "We're gonna get this answer." Yeah, and a little more plot twist. Yeah, she's pregnant. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. She's currently pregnant. Yeah, and the timetable kind of matches shit, up with like the first Miami like date. Dude. So Kevin Durant might be a daddy soon. That's crazy. But anyway, the oh the whole deep three question is bringing a backup date on a date in case the girl doesn't want to bang. That boss move. Oh, yeah. That's an insanely boss move. Yeah. I mean, I'm starting he, to like Kevin Durant. Did he come out and say that to her? Straight up. Like, first thing, they, he, they, he, they meet up at this place. He has a girl with him, and he just says straight up, hey, I brought a backup date if you don't want to bang. Good for him. That's sick. Good for him. He's I, honest. I honestly, I hate how KD is just like forming these crazy teams and winning, but at the same time, everything off he's done. Court, off the court, KD, I like. Everything done in the last like year and a half yeah. has been hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Bringing a backup KD, day along the roads, basically calling uh, Michael Rappaport a cum guzzler, <laughs> like everything he does on Twitter, like he's actually funny. I'm all on team KD off the court right now. Um. All right, so KD or KD? I'll take KD for 200. All right, KD versus Jay Williams. So Jay Williams, the ESPN analyst and ex-basketball player, was on Get Up on Tuesday morning and said, quote, a couple years ago we were at a holiday party and I came on the show and did a segment with you. Uh, whenever we had a- AD and KD, I said, you know what, if Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant had a, a baby, the similarities physicality-wise would be like Giannis. I go to this holiday party. Kevin Durant comes up to me and says, yo, don't ever compare me to Giannis. So obviously the story made headlines since the Nets are playing the box right now. And KD took the social media immediately, saw an Instagram post with the headline and commented, fucking lie. And then went on Twitter and tweeted out. I got to pull up this screenshot of this tweet. Mans will do anything to advance their careers in media shit. Wanting to be accepted by the industry that will dispose of you whenever they please. Keep me out of all your corny ass talk about who's better in legacy and all that dumb shit. Dumb ass shit. I don't even talk like that. So basically, yeah. KD is denying everything Jay Williams is saying, saying he's just trying to use him for clout. Uh, do you, I, my question is, do you buy it that it's all a lie, like KD, like Katie's saying? Or do you think Jay Williams is telling the truth and KD's just got caught up in the lie? I don't buy it unless alcohol is involved. Which I, Maybe uh, Andy yeah, was hammered. He's like, don't you fucking compare me to Giannis. Yeah, I mean, which there is like, He doesn't remember it. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it makes sense if it's at a party. And Jay Williams already has, like, a good job at ESPN. Like, he yeah. Wouldn't, it's not like he's, like, one of us. Trying to, like, yeah, get up there. Yeah, it's not like one of us, like, trying to make it into the business mm-hmm. saying Katie says to us for a grabbers. Like, he already has a job at ESPN. So, I don't really – I think that him saying all that stuff on KD on Twitter is trying to discredit Jay Williams whenever – because Jay Williams is right. That actually happened. Yeah, maybe. So maybe. I think. That's, personally, it's, I think it actually did happen. Um, all right, and the last deep three is KD. So after K- game two, a reporter asked KD, quote, since tomorrow is a two-year anniversary of you injuring your Achilles, uh, would you think you'd be this good right now? KD looked dumbfounded after the question, replied, is that a real question? What do you want me to say? Of course I did. That's two years ago. Uh, he went on to eventually say thank you for the compliment because I'm playing so well, but he still felt like the question was really dumb from the reporter. Mm-hmm. So my question uh, for you as a Big J journalist, as we are, we have a podcast. Obviously, we're journalists now. Would you ever be dumb and ask KD a question like that? Um... Nah, I mean, he <laughs> might think it's dumb. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I agree with that. I'm just, I was wording that question that would be funny. But no, I think it's like a fair I'll question. I'll probably ask him, are you happy that you have such high-caliber playing teammates that even with a past leg injury like that, yeah, it is not as overbearing on you? 
Yeah, I can see that. That's, that's a good way to word it. Yeah. I'd sure I'd be like, Kevin Durant, your your recovery from this injury is remarkable. Uh, you're playing at a high level right now, and I and uh, I know a lot of people were doubting you. And what do you got to say to that? Boom. Fair enough. Fair he'll, enough. He'll, he'll, he'd love it. He'd eat that shit up. He'd eat <laughs> or he'd call you up. a cum guzzler on Twitter. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, let's go to the playoffs and wrap this segment up here. Um, <clears throat> first, a recap of what happened last week when we missed it. Do you want, do you want to pull up the, uh, our pickums? Yeah, where the fuck are they? Down here. Did you lose our pickums? Nah, dude, relax, man. It's all good, man. <laughs> all right, so the Suns finished off the Lakers in six. This is the first time LeBron lost a first-round matchup. That's crazy. So we, so, bo- we both have Lakers? Yeah. All right, so no points there. Um, next, Denver finished off the Blazers in six as well. A lot of Dame rumors are going around right now about him being traded this offseason. Uh, obviously, we meant to be teased it earlier, but the rumors <laughs> are saying the Knicks, the Heat, the Clippers, and the Celtics are all prepared to make a push this offseason. Let's go. We're going to be having some offseason bouts in the trade talks. Yeah, I guess. The, the Heat and the Knicks are in a bunch of them. Absolutely. Um, this one, obviously, I think... You said it to me that you'd rather not. You said you'd rather have Dame, right? Yeah, I'd rather have Dame. Kawhi, Kawhi, it's the free agency market. Yeah, yeah, because that's what we're talking about. Because Kawhi's (laughs) also been in uh, rumors that like Miami might make a push for him too, and and or New York. And uh, you would rather have Dame than Kawhi. Yeah, I think so. Why? Because it fit your team better. I think it fit the team better. Yeah, I think with Kawhi and Randall, I'd rather I'd rather have Dame because he's like an automatic shooter. Yeah. We need more automatic shooters yeah. in the Knicks. No, as you can see in the last series, you really have it, got cold sh- it got cold fast. Yeah. yeah. And if you have a good outside game, then that <laughs> frees up. It's like very much like yeah. running and passing in the NFL. Exactly. If you have a good outside game, it really frees up this middle for Julius Randle to go off. So I think if we could keep R.J. Barrett and mm-hmm. then keep Randle, obviously, and then bring in Dame, yeah. Yeah. Your team's better. It's not a championship team yet, but that's, yeah. it's getting better. Immensely better. And for Dame, it's like the East is easier to play mm-hmm. for the most part. Obviously, for, the top-heavy yeah. teams are top-heavy. but Yeah. Like the middle part, it and would I think Dame alone in that situation could win some games on some crazy teams. Absolutely, because I mean he's already doing that on the on the West. Exactly. So like imagine the East. Like, I mean the first couple round matchups won't be that hard mm-hmm. compared to what he's dealing with. Like, yeah, that gets first I can round. See them flirting with an Easter conference. The Lakers almost. first round last year, like yeah. it's tough. He's they're getting he's getting tough matchups in the West. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, obviously, I'd like him on the Heat. If it's between him and Kawhi, though, like what we just kind of discussed, I'd rather have Kawhi. Just same reason. It fit our system mm. way better. Yeah, because you already have um, automatic shooters. We have we have we shooters. Defense. We have yeah, exactly. We have guards. We have we're really deep in the guard position. Mm-hmm. And we have Bam down low. If you can put Kawhi as like a power for, forward on our team defensively, that's a wrap. And then he's just as talented. If both of those that. things happen, I could see Eastern Conference Finals. Next heat. Well, it depends with the Nets. I mean, the Nets are still going to be the Nets. Nah, next fuck year. the Nets. They, they won't have Blake Griffin, maybe. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, fuck. <laughs> fuck the Nets, dude. Uh, yeah, we'll get to the Nets here in a second, too. Then finally, the last game to close out. Which, who, and we get points in that one? You got two for the Nuggets. I got one. Okay, nice. Then the Clippers forced, the, forced and won game seven versus the Mavericks. Some quick Maverick update. Uh, apparently, Luka hinted that he is going to sign as Supermax with the Cat Mavs this summer. And on the whole other end of the spectrum, apparently KP isn't happy with his role on the team, and he said he feels like he's not really a co-star. He's more of an afterthought. <clears throat> um, 
so basically assume Kevin. I mean, Kristoff Porzingis is going to be on the move. Yeah, I think I think that's reasonable to assume. Yeah, because uh, he doesn't like what he just signed a big deal when he got traded from the Knicks to the Mavs. Mm-hmm. So he has a big contract locked up. Teams using big guys knew he could use big guys. He <laughs> uh, call me crazy on this. That. The Hornets. No, that was not crazy thought at all. That'd work. That'd work well. Yeah, I'd go for that if I was them. Absolutely. I, I think that would be nothing but good things, and you have a lot of young talent you can trade for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that that'd be good in both parts too, because if you get some solid players from the Hornets, if you're the Mavericks, like Washington or mm-hmm. Devontae Graham or something like that, or both, or both, and then because you you're gonna, not only are you taking Porzingis, who could be good, could be like average, may not, it doesn't really work out in your offense, but you're also taking you're getting rid of that contract, too. yeah, and you're getting more depth too if you're the Mavericks, yeah, yeah. That could I be a really be a good GM, move. Dude. I mean, I mean, that'd be a really good move. I don't know if it'll happen, but I, that makes the most sense, honestly, out of all mm-hmm. the other moves. Um, obviously, you can just say the same thing about the Heat, though. Just plugging him, giving some young guys. Oh, yeah. oh, one thing I don't, I didn't put on here. I don't know why. Would you want Porzingis? Uh, I just want a big guy. Would you want Porzingis over Kawhi now? Well, obviously. But if it's like no other options, we get Porzingis. Yes, I'd like him. Yeah, I think I think him that would help Bam's game out a lot. It would. Yeah, um, and he's pretty good defensively, so that helps our defense overall, too. Um, one thing I didn't mention before, I forgot about your Knicks, and my Heat both tangled up. Apparently, the Knicks and Kendrick Nunn both have mutual interest. Really? Yeah, so Nunn might be moving from the Heat to the Knicks. I'll take him. Yeah, I mean, definitely. That's depth your point guard position. That'd be yeah. great for you. And we don't really need him. I'd rather get rid of him over, like, Duncan and Tyler. Oh, easily. And Goran's probably going to be around for another year or two. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Kendrick and I like him a lot, but he's so streaky that, like, he'll probably thrive in a team like yours. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so is that the end of the first round on all our matchups? Uh, so the Knicks lost, so we both lost those points. Yep. Uh, the Clippers, we both, we both got a point for. The Nuggets, you got two because you guessed the games right. I got one. What was the Jazz? Uh, five and five. And five, so we both get a point there. Yeah. All right, so what are the <clears throat> scores right now? So I have one, two, three, four, five. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Fuck you. Oh. All right. Um, and then which one's very quick? Nets, So we predicted the Nets Hawks. and the Sixers so far. I have the Nets and five, Sixers and six. You have the Nets and six, Sixers and five. Oof. Sixers and five might be dead on. Yeah. Bucks the Nets, the Bucks need to come back. Could be. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. All right, well, let's take a look at those two <coughs> those two matchups as of right now. The Nets are up currently 2-0 on the Bucks. Neither game was particularly close, despite the Nets losing Harden on, in game one to a hamstring injury. They were getting mollywopped, dude. Yeah. Just say it like it is. They, were, they got wrecked, dude. It <laughs> They're was, getting it was a 49, There was a 49-point deficit at one point in game two. I'd call it over, but I think the Bucks can win one. Well, they're going back to Milwaukee. I think they can at least win one there. Yeah, I think they'll split there, and then mm-hmm. the Knicks or the Nets will just close it out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Blake Griffin had an insane game one. Yeah. yeah. He, I, I forget. I'm going to the stats, but it was like vintage Blake Griffin, and he was slamming it. He had some yeah. sick dunks in that game. Uh, what was that, Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Game one stats for Blake Griffin, 18 points, 14 rebounds. Blake Griffin had a game like that in forever. Jesus, yeah. That's, that's insane. Um, but, yeah, the Bucs is – can't seem to figure out the Nets, even without James Harden. And James Harden is most likely going to miss the next game, too. He's basically game game time decisions until like he comes back. But if you're the Nets, if you're up oh, 3-0, if you win, beat the Bucs this next game, and you're up 3-0, you 
just keep him out. Mm-hmm. Make sure he's 100%. You don't need to put him in unless it's like, oh, shit, the Bucks are getting traction. We might yeah, need to dude, close don't out. worry about it. You got a mega team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone else can be fine without James Harden. That's nuts. Um, and then the other series in the East, the Sixers-Hawks are now tied at one apiece. Embiid is playing with a torn meniscus still. And you can't really tell. He dropped 39 game one. They lost, yeah. but they were down a lot more and they closed it out like near the end. Still lost, like, I think, five, one or two possessions. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and then the game two, the Sixers, Hawks were back and forth all game. Then in the fourth quarter, the, the Sixers just took over mm-hmm. and, uh, and beat at 40 that night. <clears throat> he had a double double, 40 and like 10 plus rebounds. I forget what it was. Uh, Shake Milton did really good too in game <laughs> My four. Boy. And so did Seth Curry. They both like were. Yeah, on Seth five. Curry is like five for five on one. Yeah, dude, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, Trey Young didn't really see, couldn't really seem to get the lid off the basket. Um, but yeah, that series is very interesting because it's kind of like, yeah, I, like I just said, the Sixers came back a little bit to make it a closer game on paper, but mm-hmm. they were both similar games. Like it's kind of like. Yeah, it's a good series so far. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, the two we need to predict still um, from the West. Basically, it was the Suns played really good overall team ball versus the Nuggets game one and took game one. Mm-hmm. Game two is tonight. Uh, it's like in like in like half hour, I think. Um, but yeah, so the Suns played really good game one. The Nuggets couldn't really seem to stop them. Um, there wasn't so if you look at the stats, it's not like anyone. It wasn't like Devin Booker had a forty point game, forty plus point game like it against the Lakers. Every person there's like six or seven people on the team for the Suns who had twenty plus points. Yeah. So it was just a great overall team. Um, I said Joker Suns needs and setup. Six. Oh, it was Suns and Six? Yeah. I think this is going to go Seven. I don't know if I want to take Nuggets or Suns yet, though. Um, Dude, the MVP. Islanders are up 3-1, by the way. That's sick. I'm going to go Nuggets and Seven. You're crazy. Nah, dude. You're nuts. No, dude, the Nuggets can only recover from here. The Suns are a great team. They 100%. are. 100%. I just think whenever you get going, DeAndre Ayton versus Joker is a great matchup, but mm. also having Aaron Gordon down there, if you get him going or Michael Porter Jr. going, that's like a whole different game. Yeah, yeah. I just think Chris Paul, dude. Chris Paul. Devin Booker. No, yeah. And no, I mean, I 100% if like If Jamal Murray is here, I agree with you. But without Jamal Murray, nah. All six. Right. We'll see. Sounds we'll see. Six. We'll see. All right. And then the last matchup in the West in the league um, is against the Jazz versus the Clippers. Game one was last night. It essentially came down to a game-winning block on Mar- Marcus Morris, that bum. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw my Twitter last night. I was going off on Marcus Morris for no reason. Yeah, yeah. It was like I randomly – I thought it was so funny. I was like, I'm still picking <laughs> on one random guy. And then as soon as I start picking on him, he's starting You're a resident really Jazz fan. I am a Jazz fan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my second team behind the Heat, and especially because I saw what's-his-face – D-Wade last night going crazy. One time out, he went over and talked to Donovan Mitchell. And Donovan yeah. Mitchell went off. Donovan Mitchell had 45 points last night. Yeah, um, It was like a close – it was a, uh, not really that close. And then the very last like minute, like the Clippers like decided to make like, – playoff P decided to make a couple shots finally. Yeah. He was like one for 11 at one point. Uh, he decided to make some uh, points, got closer. Then it came down to a three-point game, the Clippers possession, and Marcus Moore tried to take the game winner or game tire. And got blocked. He's a bum. Um, what are you What are you doing for this one? Well, I'm gonna go jazz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go jazz at six. Six. Mm-hmm. I think Clippers are a good team. I think the Jazz are just better overall. Call me crazy. Jazz and five. 
And you're not crazy. I just think this is going to be Kawhi's farewell tour from L.A. After two years. <laughs> After two years. I can see yeah. that. I hope that. He's going to be like, fuck this team. Playoff piece stinks. Mm-hmm. The coaching carousel here. Yeah. And Pat Beverly's an asshole. Mm-hmm. He can't play defense anymore. I can see that. I'm leaving. And then he goes to Miami. And then Dame's like, oh shit. I'm going to go to the East too. And he goes place with the Knicks. Hopefully. And then we're both happy campers. Hopefully. Until the Eastern Conference Finals, where we're playing each other. Hopefully, that'd be sick. Mm-hmm. I hope that happens, a hundred percent. Yeah, I just, um, I just did a palm reading. I'm doing. I did Jazz and six because I think, uh, I think that this game was really close the entire time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Jazz are a better overall team and they're going to win the series. But I, I definitely can see like a game like last night where they came back last second, like Kawhi gets it mm-hmm. like once or twice, you know, or Playoff yeah. P actually shows up for once. <clears throat> I also posted about playoff P. But all right. I posted a picture of him and his dog with his dog's not his arm arm's arm arm. Did you see that picture? Ah uh, no. Dude, it's great. It's so funny. I don't know, man. That nuggets pick might butt bite you in the butt. No. With where are other ones? Yeah, wait here. Playoff P. Just look at his dog's balls. <laughs> <laughs> um What about their picks? Nets and six. Yeah. Sixes and five. Pass that on. Jazz and six. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm up two right now. I don't know. We might swap Sixers and Nets picks for two points. Or the Nets just get a sweep. Yeah. Then we just get one each. I think the Bucks can win one. I mean. Giannis is going to be mad he signed that Supermax. Oh, he's an eight. He's gonna be so mad. Dude. He he counted the chickens before by the nets. He counted the chickens before they hatched. Mm-hmm. He should have came to South Beach. Eh. Life would been easier. <laughs> Life would been easier for you, bud. All right. Well, that's all I got for the NBA playoffs. Are exciting. And you know what's funny? At work, a lot of guys are like, "Oh, I don't. I stopped watching the NBA. I stopped caring about the NBA since Bird, Magic, Michael, all that stuff." The classic older people. Yeah, talk. one of them. Yeah. Um, but lately, I've been hearing a lot more playoff talk because the, these playoffs are actually exciting. Like, mm-hmm. I'm all for these playoffs right now. Even though the Heat yeah. got swept and the Knicks are out early, the rest of the matchups are kind of sweet. Yeah. I mean, like, the West, the two Western it Conference matchups are like, insane right now. Who's going to beat the Nets? I don't know. That's the, that's what's shitty about it. That's the shittiest Like, thing. it's going to be, like, one of those, everyone's talking about the playoffs now, mm-hmm. and we get to the finals, and we're like, all right, this is over. Yeah, this is it's just going to be stupid. Yeah. All right. Let's move over to pop culture. I hope. I'll take the Sixers, man. Just somebody else. <laughs> I think Anyone else. I think the Sixers in the finals because I know they're not going to win. So Philly fans won't be that annoying. Even mm-hmm. though they won the East. Yeah. But the Nets, that, that they're going to win. All right. Pop culture. Let's go. Pop culture. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the General's Palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. And let's take it over to Pop. Before we get into it. Oh, yeah. What do you got, dude? Uh, breaking news in the NBA. We just literally finished the NBA segment, and this broke. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert, Defensive Player of the Year. His third time his career. He had 18-19 back-to-back. Didn't get it last year. Mm-hmm. Then won it this year. That's crazy. It's just trading the name of the Rudy Gobert, Defensive Player of the Year. 100%. I'm on board for it. That's nuts, man. Good for him, I guess. I mean, you guess. I he's guess. a beast. He's a beast. I'm pretty sure he ended up the block has come out on Marcus Moore. I'm pretty sure he's one that did it last night. Somehow. No, he did. I'm oh, he I did. Swear. Yeah. yeah. He's a beast. He's a beast. He's 100% deserves it. I thought they were going to go Ben Simmons because it would have been different, mm-hmm. you know, than Rudy, like everyone was every single year. 
But it wasn't. It's Rudy. Uh, third time. All right. Already a beast. 28 years old. Well, let's take it into pop culture then. We'll lead off with movies. So I watched The Conjuring 3. I don't know why I did it at night. Because I swear it fucked up my sleep. And I was like waking up and like, just like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but I gave it a 5 out of 10. It was like, there wasn't as much scare, you know? They didn't have like as many scares as I anticipated. Yeah, this is your... This is your realm, not mine. Yeah, I, I but they did do some things to like add to the universe in a way, um, and it was cool in that regard. But I, I just think it was a miss. It's worth the watch on HBO, but I, I wouldn't go to theaters to see this thing. I hundred percent agree. I wouldn't see it anywhere. <laughs> uh, also, but compared to the other Conjuring's, what what would you give it? I'd say it's the worst of the three. Okay, well, the best one, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Usually how it gets to horror movies. Mm-hmm. They, the first one's amazing, so then they're like, like oh, book money. it for like three more, four more yeah. movies. We I love the movies. Yeah, they're still making those. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, then uh, DC announced the Blue Beetle movie is going to be releasing on HBO Max rather than in theaters. So straight to HBO Max for that movie. Is that animated? No, it's going to be live action. Who's playing them? I don't know yet. I think they announced it, but I can't remember his name. Uh, oh my god, what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. TNT. We literally looked up and there's a circus going on. With Charles Barkley on a clown's face behind him. They're late at the snake. There's hula hoop dances. There's people doing cartwheels on stilts. What the hell is I think, happening? I think they're taking a page out of your book and they're calling Chuck a clown. Look at the background. You know, that's that is exactly what you would do. The guy, you would just put Chuck's face on a clown's body like that. You'd be like, Chuck, you clown. Like I did Marcus <laughs> Morris. That's such wow. a bad photoshop I did, too. It was awful. All right. But anyways, yeah. so the show producer for Rick and Morty claimed that a movie will happen sometime in the future. Wow. Yeah. So, also, Rick got added to Fortnite. I saw that. That's so <laughs> stupid. But, like, his pickaxe is Hammerhead Morty, which is kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> I, it's, I mean, Fortnite's just... Yeah, they're just doing anything at this point. Yeah. It's insane. Um, but, no, a Rick and Morty movie would be sweet, I think. Mm-hmm. be pretty sweet. Uh, and then A Quiet Place 2 is killing it so far at the box office. Oh, Shaq's pet and snake. Um, I've heard good things. I've heard it's a really good sequel. Um, and that, you know, the third movie's going to be pretty sweet, too. I know. I want to watch the Chelsea. We just haven't had time to Yeah, I think I'm going to make time to go see it in theaters this weekend. Yeah, I'll be sweet. Try to figure that out. Then uh, John Wick 4 cast Bill Skarsgård in a mystery role. Is that Pennywise or is that the Pennywise. guy from Thor? Pennywise. Okay. Yeah. He, he was in Deadpool as well, Deadpool yeah. 2. Yeah, he's a he's the ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Space Jam 2 released another trailer. Um, looks looks good. Nothing really new information. I mean, it's pretty sweet. There's a lot of new cool shots, I thought. Yeah, yeah. I, I, got, just, I actually want to see even more now. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to catch this movie out, like, first day. Absolutely. Um, I, something I didn't mention for NBA, after LeBron got bounced by the Suns in the press conference, yeah. they said basically asked him if he plans on doing the Olympics this summer. He said, all I'm worried about this summer is playing the Monstars, I mean the Goon Squad, uh, yeah, Jalabi, Bugs, Daffy, Grandma. Like he started listening to like It was all like a five-minute thing about just plugging the movie after he got bounced from the playoffs. Plug. It's literally, he just got bounced from the playoffs first time, first round ever. Like, hey, and he's like, by the way, go check out my movie. Yeah. That's just an insane move. But the trailer, I did like the trailer. Um, and then apparently they're working on Wedding Crashes 2. It's in the early stages of writing. Uh, Vince Vaughn and O. Wilson are reported to return. 
And if they're not in it, I don't want it. That that's honestly still one of those movies that I haven't seen that everyone's like, you haven't seen Wedding Crashers. I've seen a lot of scene from Wedding Crashers. I've yeah. never seen the full you, you movie. Just gotta watch start, start to finish. Yeah, I never did that yet. Um, as a guy who likes Wedding Crashers, this, so you said yeah, if it's Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn aren't in it, I don't want it. Yeah, I mean they have to be right. They have to be. Why the hell do they make a two without those two? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're also older now, so I want to see what the whole plot is around. They're still crashing weddings. I mean, that's, that's insane. Still banging chicks. Will Ferrell has to be in it. Yeah, Will Ferrell's got to be in it somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and then Zack Snyder is apparently opening to making an animator live-action DBZ movie. I just put it in there because I was just like, oh, that'd be sweet. I was going to say, it's another one of your Forte's thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, For I, it. I've always said if they're going to do it, I think they started off with a live-action movie of uh, the future Trunks arc. Where essentially it's just like a separate timeline than the main stuff. Mm-hmm. So if it works, great, and you can build upon it. If it doesn't, then bot like you know just botch the whole thing. Yeah, and it's still like you know it's not a thing. You can do it later. Mm-hmm. You can you can revisit it if you want to try to. Try and not one of the weird timelines. Yeah, yeah, like not like fuck it all up like DC would. Yeah, Zack Snyder. Yeah, it seems like a good director. It'd be a really weird, dark D, uh, Dragon Ball Z. I mean, it does get dark. At I know, but like, I mean, like even dark lighting, even. <laughs> yeah. I'm so used to like, the bright cartoon. I can see him doing well with it. Uh, and then Black Panther 2 actor Tanach Huerta is reportedly playing Namor. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of like starting to leak now. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. I heard a lot of Namor talk about the Eternals movie. Yeah. Because the Eternals are like, basically a part of why Atlantis got sunk to the bottom of the ocean. I can't wait for that movie. Yeah, so that that could set it up, and then Namor could be in Black Panther 2, which would be sweet. Mm-hmm. Then Spider-Verse 2 cast Issa Rae as Spider-Woman. So they're already adding for the new movie. Uh, essentially from the post credit scene, they confirmed Spider-Man 2099. Now they're going to throw Spider-Woman into it. And then obviously Miles Morales, Spider-Man, probably a Peter Parker version of Spider-Man. And I would imagine Gwen Stacy's Spider-Girl 2. Yeah, no, I... Uh, but I think I, that'd probably be it. I don't think we're bringing back like Nick Cage and all them. No, yeah, definitely not. Mm-hmm. But Issa Rae is a funny actress, so mm-hmm. that'd be really good for that. Then the Toxic Avengers movie reportedly added Elijah Wood as the lead villain. So that's in her. that's the one with uh, Peter Dinklage in it. Oh wait, really? Mm-hmm. I know he's me in it. Yeah, and then they're adding Elijah Wood. To that's that. crazy. <laughs> What's Peter Dinklage gonna play? The Toxic Avenger. What's that? No idea. I have no clue about that. <laughs> Then uh, a great casting though. Then I was losing to this. So apparently, Tom Holland went to Marvel and pitched a Spider-Man sex scene with MJ. But like he, he, it was quoted. He said a passionate sex scene. So he's just trying to like get some on-screen action with Zendaya. Yeah, I don't blame him there. Good good for him, man. Good try. Mad respect. (laughs) I was just losing. (laughs) That's actually funny. He's like, guys, guys, guys. I, I, this is how you do naked it. body on naked body yes. in a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> yeah. Me Zandaya, no, no stunt doubles. Just go at each other. Thoughts, thoughts. Like, initial reaction. We tear each other apart. I imagine it'd be like the stepbrother scene where they're like t- pitching the bunk beds. <laughs> like, come on, like, can we do this? 
Uh, oh, speaking of Step Brothers, recently, it's kind of good movie news, not really, though. But uh, one of the valedictorians from either high school or college recently mm-hmm. on their that valedictorian speech just did exactly what the dad from Step Brothers did about like, When I was younger, all I wanted to be was a Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so I, funny. I would give my arms up. Like, word for word, everything. <laughs> like, I, what I saw it is a video of the two things side back to back. Side. Yeah, at the same time. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of movie news, I guess. Um, anything for uh, movies you want to toss in last minute? No, sir. All right, let's take it over to TV. So this past weekend, I also watched Bo Burnham's new special, Inside. Damn. It was funny as shit, but, like, he, he gets deep. Don't Netflix? Was, yeah, okay. and it was depressing as shit. Because okay. <laughs> it was just like, so he wrote, uh, directed, edited, did the whole fucking thing himself. Damn. For, like, however long during the pandemic. And he, like, released it. And it was just, like... I was at the end of this thing, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I really want to take this out. <laughs> it was crazy. But I still need to finish There Go Under, I think, too. It, it was a good... It was a good fucking special, though. Uh, tons of funny uh, songs were in it. Uh, There's one about sexting. <laughs> and then there was another about uh, white girl Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I saw that White one. woman Instagram. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. And then, um... Well, uh, what was it? Out of 10. Out of 10, I'd say... I mean, I don't really watch many specials, mm-hmm. and I feel like his specials are different than traditional comedy specials. Mm-hmm. It's more like the Trevor Moore, like, Yeah, I would say 8.2. Nice, nice. 8.2. Um, and then the other one I love, the, the one I was dying at was, it's called This Is 30. And he was just talking about, like, becoming 30. He's like, my legs, like, that, like I, I can't get drunk anymore. Like, I, <laughs> I'm hungover for, like, a day. Like, shit like that. It's just so funny. You're not 30, but... You're getting close. I'm getting there. Or, or, or do you feel like, it? Do you feel it. it? I was like, I feel this. Damn. Um, yeah, I definitely want to check that out. But the big one from the week, uh, Loki season one dropped today. Uh, when you listen to this, is what it dropped yesterday. So we got a chance to watch it before the episode we recorded today. First thoughts. All right. Ten minutes on the clock. Oh, yeah. So spoil- no, let's do five minutes. So skip, skip ahead if you don't want to hear spoilers. So five minutes so right we'll now. say five minutes. In five minutes, you might hear me say more, but yeah. right, ready and go. Um, I think it's a great beginning. Yeah. it's really. I think it's a really cool premise of the show, and I think they're set. this whole first episode is basically set up. Mm-hmm. So, like, it wasn't – you basically get the plot and what everyone is and yeah. nothing else, but next episode is going to – next couple episodes will be – fucking bomb like you said there's only six episodes so they're gonna move quick with this absolutely like you're gonna get tons of new information week to week yeah unlike wandavision where you might have like an episode or two that are just like stale yeah exactly mm-hmm. um but yeah no, this is great the whole episode basically starts right after end game whenever he leaves the test react dude this show's gonna fuck with my head it's gonna be crazy this show is gonna be wild because like the guy's just loki's just watching his whole life in his whole life that he didn't see take place yet. He watched his death. Mm-hmm. That, like, we all saw in Infinity War, but, like, he never even fathomed this. And he's just, like, watching it on this screen. And that would just be so insane. Instantly broke to start breaking down, like, weird laughter. Like, you definitely yeah. fucked him. Yeah. Um, one breakdown I saw like, immediately after watching the episode made a good point where, like, if he didn't do that, like, if he didn't, like, just look by himself but got away or whatever, mm-hmm. he probably would have just helped him and gone right back to where he was. But now that he knows what happens, they can't put him back. Yeah. Which is going to probably set up the, like, this show's just going to be the same uh, thing over and over again. Yeah, I didn't even think of it Basically, that Owen way. Wilson, when he got pled guilty or whatever, Owen Wilson said, hey, if you help us, we'll put you right back where you were and you're fine. 
Yeah. And, but then Loki was being a mischievous scamp, and like, he is, and watched it. Which, yeah, two things real quick. Before, we'll get back to that in a second. But, one, I love the imagery where basically you got shot out of the Tesseract portal. Mm-hmm. He basically looks like Tony Stark in the desert. Pieces everywhere. Yeah. That was pretty cool, like, imagery. Um, but one thing, because going back to where he's being a mischievous scamp, first my watches, I didn't notice it. And then the second time when I was watching here with you, I, like, looked for it and I saw it whenever he took the thing out of Wilson's pocket. Like, you can see him taking the little device. Really? Yeah. So, at first... When he had, I was like, oh shit, I guess he did it whenever Owen Wilson was helping him up. So this time when he's helping him up, I watched. And as he got him up, he like reached his hand in his pocket. And Damn, and now I gotta rewatch that. Yeah, just that scene. If you watch that scene, you can see it. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, because that's watching for the second time. It was hilarious. So like, the whole explanation of the multiverse. They name drop multiverse madness so many times, too. Mm-hmm. That's just like, amping me up for Doctor Strange too. But, <laughs> the fucking... Timekeepers, they were called. Yeah, there's three timekeepers. Three timekeepers, yeah, and they just like watch over the uh, what was it called? Sacred the, timeline. The sacred timeline. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was it was kind of essential. It was essentially like the whole ancient ones breakdown mm-hmm. in Endgame, but for like a little like eighty style TV and like a little cartoon. For yeah, it. yeah. But it was pretty. This show's gonna fuck with my head. I know it. Mm-hmm. My theory is that so at the end of the episode, you see. You learn that Owen Wilson's chasing a Loki variant throughout this. What this show is going to be, and it's probably going to be the female Loki that mm-hmm. we saw in all the set photos and all that stuff. So I'm thinking, what if there was a time? What if there was someone else they were trying to chase, and they were like, "Oh, we can enlist the help of Loki to aid us," and it was this female Loki. Yeah, and. Shit hit the fan, and she's, like, trying to either, A, get back to her own timeline because she knows they're never going to put her back, Mm -hmm. or, B, she's just trying to create her own timeline because she can just wreak havoc and mischief and all that shit. Mm -hmm. She keeps getting away. She keeps killing units. She keeps taking the time bombs. Yeah, and she keeps doing that shit. So now they ask the Loki variants, what is your thoughts on killing? Mm Mm-hmm. So if it's like, you know, if it's like, it's like thumbs up or thumbs down, you know what I mean? If it's thumbs up, then all right, peace. If it's thumbs down, then all right, let's do, let's get to work. Let's work. And our next Loki we're following. Yeah. Was essentially first thumbs up, saw everything happen to his family and said, I don't want to kill. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. Like yeah. basically, we always thought, like, basically it sucks that he did his whole turn back to hero and we lost and now it's a new one with the restart again. Mm-hmm. Immediately the first episode, he's already back to like, all right, I'm helpful Loki again. I feel like there's going to be that kind of reveal in the end. I think the series is like pretty sound. Mm-hmm. And I think I could see like that female Loki trying to persuade our Loki that we're watching to join her. Mm-hmm. To essentially like, you know, you can't let these TVA guys fuck with your head. Oh, yeah. And then he's going to have to have this decision in the penultimate episode about it. Yeah, I can see that. And it closes out. He chooses the right way. Mm-hmm. Sets up season two. Yeah. Continue. Um, we're running out of time here, but I do have two things I want to say. So when it gets to five, I'm going to push him back a little further. Give it a minute. I'm going to give it two. Two? There's two things I want to talk about. All right. All right. Um, and all right, five minutes has passed. We're not done yet, so add two more minutes to the clock. So right. we'll, see, uh, we'll see in two minutes here. All right, two things I want to point out. One, remember when he's in the trial and he said, don't blame me, it's the Avengers' fault. I can smell it's going to... Yeah, Tony Stark's all that shit. 
Well, the reason that the, the, it was a part of the, the sacred off sacred time. timeline and then the, the meddling in the time heist didn't fuck with anything because it's supposed to happen. Such a it's, writing cop out. Well, it's yeah. mainly it's <laughs> mainly because fucking the ancient ones taught Bruce Banner how to do it. So to, uh, Steve Rogers went back and fixed everything so that time TVA didn't have to. But the only one he couldn't fix is the Tesseract that Loki took. Oh. So that's why it works for the Avengers, but not Loki, because that wasn't part of their plan. If everything went according to their plan, this would never happen, because R- Rogers put it back. I see what you're saying. Uh, but since they didn't, that's where the variation... That's why it worked for the Sacred Timeline, because he went back and did it, because the Ancient One warned him. And then two, the other thing I wanted to mention is that D.B. Cooper scene yeah. was pretty funny. It's pretty yeah. sweet, because I, I kept seeing in the trailer like them hinting before. at D.B. Cooper... And I thought it was going to be one of the missions he does, like trying to find this variant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, no, it's as soon as they get to the Owen Wilson, he says, all right, let's look, look at your best hits and like goes through like his memories or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, then, and they show the whole D.B. Cooper scene and it was literally just because Loki lost a bet to Thor. So he said he could do it. <laughs> but it's sweet. D.B. Cooper, that whole like conspiracy, like that whole mystery is like really interesting. I don't know if you ever like, watched anything about it. Or... My knowledge of the D.B. Cooper thing came from the movie Without a Paddle. I've never seen that. They they go big into the D.B. Cooper thing. That's like their whole drive yeah. in the plot. D.B. Cooper's nuts. Hey, no, they still don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. It, that was like in the 60s. Yeah. 50s, 60s. And they still have no idea who this guy is. He just vanished off the face of the earth. Which is wild. But it's also wild. D.B. Cooper didn't get that much money. He got like 100 grand. That's it. Yeah, it's good enough. It's good enough, but... That's hilarious. hilarious. I mean, that's it. Exactly. Like, dude, one time I was on a plane... <laughs> Um, Woogie essentially did that. But, alright, that's it. Time up. Overall, highly recommend. It's gonna be a great show moving forward. Absolutely. My buddy Stalter already Probably could be about the it. best. My buddy Stalter already watched it and texted me about it. He loved it. Mm-hmm. It's probably gonna be the best show of them all. Yeah. But, uh, alright. Let's, uh, anything else for that, though? You wanna say? Um, no. Alright. Go watch it. Then, uh, did you, did you see the new Bad Batch episode? <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming you didn't. Nah. All right, it's great. It's still great. Um, they Who, who's the leader trying to rebel against the Sith Empire? You mean? I don't know who's it going to be, though. I don't know. How do you know that's a thing? Because I saw it on screen right yeah, now. Yeah, the, the last, the last, it closed with the cliffhanger where it's basically a hologram, so we don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so This episode follows Bad Batch where they go into like a mission to get a commander droid's head yeah. for a uh, uh, someone who they're not saying who it's like my buyer's mysterious or whatever um and they run into a little trouble and it's because someone else is trying to steal it and you find out it's those sisters from the early in clone war season seven montoya whatever they were that one side arc with like ahsoka and those two sisters oh, oh it's okay. those two girls the mechanics yeah yeah so, so those two are in like are in the bad batch to basically team up in this episode oh, okay and a lot of shit happens no spoilers on that but I did see the reason why they're going to be in Bad Batch is because originally before Clone Wars got the can, whenever Disney bought Lucasfilms, mm-hmm. they had to stop and they brought back for season seven. But they switched that over to Rebels, essentially. Yeah. That's why they stopped abruptly Clone Wars. Um, apparently, they didn't stop it immediately. Uh, they finally had a plan for a whole like 20 episode arc with those two girls. Mm-hmm. Then a whole other big arc with the Bad Batch. But since they got canned... They switch it to, all right, here's a Bad Batch series. Yeah. So the whole reason there is, like, the beginning arcs with the sisters and then the Bad Batch early on is to set up the show. Because Dave Filoni is basically using their plans for those girls in the Bad Batch show instead now. Okay. Okay. So it won't be the last you see of them this season. Mm -hmm. Especially the cliffhanger at the end. It was, like, they, the one sister told a mysterious person on Hologram 
what happened. It's like these rogue group of clones are like out there and they're like kind of cool. So then it cuts off. So we'll find out who it is. I have theories. Uh-huh. Obviously, the big theory obviously can be Ahsoka. That's a kind of cop out. Um, what about Darth Maul? Okay, hold on, hold on, I'm getting there. So the reason Ahsoka is the uh, the droid they have on the ship to do the hologram with mm-hmm. was Ahsoka's droid throughout the whole se- series of the Clone Wars. Uh, okay. Um, and so that's why it might be Ahsoka. A lot of people think it might be Rex. She's talking to. It's like, hey, I know you're looking for rogue clones. Here's a whole group of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the mysterious buyer. The big theory floating around that's Darth Maul because last time we saw Darth Maul in Clone Wars, he kind of got his clock hand to him and his whole like falling kind of dispersed because he got arrested. Mm-hmm. But yet next time you see him in Solo, he's he's the leader of this whole crime syndicate. So yeah. how did he go from there to there? And people think this is like kind of the early ons of Stages him coming of back. And the reason he needed the droid command helmet is this so like how they figure out how to like take down like their enemies essentially. I also saw a theory it was Bail Organa. I saw that too, which I don't agree with that one because this is too early in the stages for the for the Rebel Rebels to start popping off. And also, like Darth and, Maul, the the voice actor has a huge relationship with this kind of show. Yeah, exactly. This style of show, mm-hmm. so it'll probably be Darth Maul. Probably imagine. Darth Maul for the person who hired the Bad Batch, but not the hologram. The hologram, I think it's either Soka or Rex. Mm-hmm. Another person I also saw could be Saul Guerrero, who we already saw in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it's talking like, hey, this group of people want to like help with the rebellion, I guess. I don't know. Fair enough. It's Fair good. Enough. It, it, this show's getting really good. You got to start watching it, dude. I know. I know. It, 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 it's really good. I know. It's just I got a lot of shit going on with the house on the weekends. So Naruto. Just, and Naruto. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm at the great, nin- the fourth great Ninja War. Dude. Dude, it's great stuff, man. No, it's, it's, it's called stuff. the great Ninja War. It doesn't mean it's great. Dude, it's fucking great, though, man. <laughs> but, uh, and then apparently Netflix's live-action Cowboy Bebop is going to be debuting this fall. Yeah, it's an anime, right? Yeah, it's an anime they're making live-action. It has, uh, Kumar, or no, Harold from Harold and Kumar in it. No, oh, nice. Yeah, and a couple of other actors and actresses, which I can't remember their names. I'm cool with that. Then, Doom Patrol Season 3 wrapped up filming, so oh. hopefully we'll get some footage of that soon. That Excited for that. Cool. It was great. And then Drake Bell got charged with child endangerment. What? <laughs> yeah. a kid or something? That... No, I think he was like working with kids or like it was at some event with kids and he got arrested for child endangerment. What did he do? I don't know. Was he like fucked up or something? Uh, I think so. I tried reading about it, but I think I just lost where I was reading it and forgot to put it down. But let me see here. So he was... Charged with child endangerment and disseminating matter harmful to juveniles. Da, da, da. Both both charges stem from alleged incidents that happened in Cleveland, Ohio, in 2017, uh, according to the Cuyahoga County Prosecutor's Office. A 15-year-old female from Canada first reported the alleged offenses in 2018. Uh, There's no comments on it. <laughs> so there's no... All facts will be revealed in the courtroom. There's no additional comments at this time. Damn. <laughs> Drake Bell. He's Damn. scheduled to appear in Ohio court for a pretrial hearing on June 23rd. Posted 2500 Vaughn and was released from the county jail. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, <Fuck>. Serious shit. <laughs> Fuck. You found a way. <laughs> oh, no. No. 
No, not like that. <laughs> but uh, anything for TV you want to toss in last minute? Uh, no. All right, let's take it over to music. There was an immense amount of jams this week. Like an absurd amount of jams. So, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Um, like how many? I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Jesus Christ. Dude. It's going to get an hour long just doing that. Nah, dude. We'll just like do little cl- clips. Uh, who, what are my top three? That, that, that. I don't know. I'll play them. I have my top three, but if you think of one better, then you can toss it in there. Okay. Right. I'm probably going to remember them. All right. So, first one is Late at Night with Roddy Rich. Late Night Vibes. Yeah, I like it. Then John Mayer, Last Train Home. This one I really like. That is a great John vintage Mayer John Mayer. Yeah. No, I like this a lot, actually. I, this, oh. this might be my jam of the week category. Then by your side, Calvin Harris and Tom Grennan. Already, I loved it. Nice Calvin Harris vibes. Then You Love You, Black Bear, and Tate McRae. Black Bear, dude. Then uh, Drop, Yo Gotti, and baby. It's an arm thrusting song. Yeah. Then, uh, the best is yet to come Griffin and Kyle Reynolds. You gotta learn how to do like the boob shuffle. The boob shuffle. Then uh, you'd kill that. Then rookie of the year, money bag yo. Just new soundtrack for 2K, probably. Oh, definitely. Absolutely, it's a 2K song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then Scrub by Sleepy Hollow. Oh, nice. Is a yeah. TLC. 
Sleepy Hollow is pretty good. I don't know if I had Sleepy Hollow. I haven't heard of him before this song, but I started looking at his stuff. It's pretty good. Then the theme for Fast Nine, I won. Ty Dolla Sign, Jack Harlow, and 24K Golden. Wow. That cast is great. Then uh, Think About Me by Jaden. I like Jaden's vibes. Yeah. Yeah, I like the old school vibes Jaden gives. So, he's probably the best TikTok artist. Mm-hmm. Then Lose My Mind, Surf Mesa, and Bipolar Sunshine. Just like chill vibes. Yeah, that's the one you have to shuffle to. Then our band Jungle. With that one song that you like to do, yeah. Talk about it. I love this type of vibe to the jump lag. Then surfaces so far away. This thing is day drinking outside during a summer drive. See, I think this is like summer drive kind of vibe. Same kind of thing, yeah, I guess. So when you're not trying to get it lit and you're just like casually sitting around. Mm-hmm. Then country song of the week. Impossible jam of the week material. Throw it back by Breland featuring Keith Urban. Keith Urban. That was it great. Yeah, this is great. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. And then my oh, yeah. other Jam of the Week candidate, uh, Hitta, Marshmallow, Eptic, and Juicy J. Juicy. One hit a quitter.
This is great. It's so random. It is. Then, uh, Palfu and Travis Barker, Mario Kart. Oh, nice. I don't know this other person, Palfu. Hmm? I don't know Palfu. He did a couple of songs that we liked. Was like Relations to Red Foo from LMFAO? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> then this one, I don't know. I was torn on. But I was like, in a, I was trigger happy with James of the Week this week. So, Unconditional, Dylan Francis, 2020 Kid, and Brian Christopher. This is like you're like fist bumping, smiling at your buddy. Actually, I really fuck with it. I do like it. I'm listening to it twice. I do like that. Usually, I'm not a fan of Dylan Francis' work. Really? Usually, I'm not, yeah. There's one Dylan Francis song back in the day I loved. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, probably, but like nothing recent. Then, uh, David Guetta, Morton, and John Martin, Impossible. More EDM. It's an EDM vibe. Yeah, I'm not a big David Guetta guy, but... This is more of like your big stadium EDM, probably. Yeah. Then Son Holo and Weezer and Wheels Up. Son Holo. Yeah. That's funny. I like that. I love Weezer. So, uh, yeah, James of the Week. Uh, you got Throw It Back, Breland and Keith Urban. Then Last Train Home, John Mayer. Mm-hmm. And then what was the other one you liked? So I have three saves. Okay. Out of all what was them. the other one? Uh, the last one. Wheels Up. Wheels Up. But I've got to give the John Mayer. Oh, John- it's either John Mayer or the Keith Urban one. Uh, throw It Back. Or I'll go John Mayer. John Mayer, Last Train Home, Jam the Week. Yeah, it's just... He shreds a little bit. It's like so John Mayer. Yeah. I like John Mayer, so I'm cool with it. Like, I didn't like a lot of the newer stuff he was doing, but like I heard that song and I was like, this is like vintage. Yeah, it's great. I'm sure all the other songs will grow on me more I listen to it, but Mm -hmm. first impressions, that's what. But all right, with that... uh, Oh, and then Billie Eilish dropped the song too. And there's some controversy behind it. What? So she's finally showing cleavage. Oh my god! And everybody that like was a big fan of her before is like losing their fucking minds. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what she's like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, something like that. And like she showed skin in the video for her new song, and like I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, what you want to wear a baggy t-shirts entire life? Yeah, yeah. She's growing <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, she's got to like sell, you know. Yeah, like, that's such ridiculous. But uh, yeah, that was all I had for music. Anything you want to toss in? I do not. All, all right. right. So another week in the books. Go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WJ Sports. Um, koozies for sale, $7 a piece. 
Um, we're on Spotify, Talking Dirty, presented by Dirty Sports, and we're on SoundCloud, Talking Dirty. Um, all right, two chains line of the week. There's so many good ones. <laughs> My side chick got pregnant by her main dude. I'm offended. <laughs> Damn, shout out Kevin Durant. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a Kevin Durant theme podcast. It's a Kevin Durant podcast today. All right, see you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign. As we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. It's questions that you're raising. Just know you really drive me fucking crazy. Stones throw the things you learns are always showing. Oh, baby, I think I know why you aren't left behind. These things are contradicting. I know somewhere that I will pass you by with a sunset in the sky. Do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. time.